Welcome to today's broadcast. It is a beautiful sunny morning, albeit a little windy, uh, here on the coast of Australia, on the east coast actually of Australia. And so we're really excited to share this with Lord Ganesh today. We're going to be talking more about evolutionary um, of the self and how we can grow, blossom and bloom. And each person is on their own journey. They've got their own destiny, their own unfolding creativity. But Ganesh wanted to share some of his insight of what he's um, embodied and learned along his way. <laughs> always part of the community. Always, 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 always wants to share. So we got up this morning and we were doing some yoga postures. That was really exciting. <laughs> because of those of you who have ever done yoga with uh, Ganesh, when it comes to asanas and stretching, it's something to behold. <laughs> It's very hard. You can never stay serious with him when you're doing your postures, which is great because it lightens your cells. It lightens your level of concentration um, where you start to frown as you're trying to, rather than flow into each posture through the breath, um, you know, you want to get it right. Well, naturally, you want to get it right. But, you know, sometimes we just tense up without even realizing it. Or we become an adjudicator of our own sense of flow. In other words, we tend to judge, you know, if we can't get that leg back far enough or we can't stretch down and open the hamstrings and the hip, um, hip flexors uh, enough, then sometimes we get, we become um, a person that berets ourselves. So it's interesting. So with him, there's no such thing. He just... <laughs> It just has a way of taking what we call the mickey out of someone, in other words, or out of ourselves because, you know, it's meant to be fun and to connect with your body, your human form, uh, being in lightness of playfulness really helps the muscular system to relax and unwind rather than tense up and fight the flow in the postures that you're trying to achieve. And also steadying the, the pose, you know, just relaxing, going at your own pace, feeling the sensitivity of where the tightness and the suppleness in your body is really helps you change your own practice, you know, whether you're creating your own practice. We really highly, highly recommend, um, and only when you're ready, that the more you tune in before you participate, either with your teacher or your um, on a community level and a group, um, to tune into your body first and feel where you're uptight and feel where you're relaxed, feel where your energy is and then tap into your breath because it'll make whatever you're about to embark on, whether it's that one-on-one -on -one practice with a teacher or just another friend or a friend, whatever, it helps you um, expand on your insight about how your body's biomechanics is functioning and also how your mind is. Where is that? You know, are you still thinking of all the things that are going on, your plans for the day, you're doing it in the morning or how your day went? If those thoughts are coming up before you even start working on the postures you're going to flow into or the, or the synchronicity of those postures and the flow, just tap into where your, your mental mind is at and really it will change your, your elemental um, dance of co-creation with that it's worth it's worth um, coming into your aligned awareness of that and going with your flow from that point of or that perspective but always totally up to you 
it's something that we've learned. It's something that Lord Shiva taught me personally. And, uh, you know, especially because we do a lot of consultations and sometimes the energy moves through this body and creates uh, tension within the body until it releases itself. And it can be in like a minute or a nanosecond. But still, whether it's a nanosecond, a minute or longer, it's important to release that immediately once it's recognized. Uh, so Lord Shiva has been an amazing teacher in that. And he has this ability to hone the energy in with the fire element and then burn through it. Uh, which is really actually calming. It's a calming practice. Um, so a bit like yin yoga, you know. We do not use the terminology in yoga, but um, it's probably close to yin yoga with what he was teaching, certainly me anyway. Um, so yeah, Ganesh. Uh, so we were doing this practice this morning and, and going with the flow and having some fun with it, recognizing where the tension was within this body, which was around the hamstrings and the hip flexors, which was why we spoke about that first when we started and just unlocking that and you know one of my personal favorite postures is the happy baby posture I love the flow of that I love rocking from side to side I love opening that area the hip flexors but I also love the hamstrings being you know um, pulled into an area that's more supple but also the rocking movement you know and it's something Ganesh does as well with me he just always hangs out when he, we do that posture and actually we tend to have a conversation <laughs> in that posture just because it's relaxing you know the body is um, the spine is relaxing in that posture as well so as we were doing that Ganesh piped up and said right let's stop now and do this podcast with the team and the gang and um, share my journey which is his journey okay so you know we once spoke about this you know he showed up um this body's gone through like everyone it's gone through huge shifts and evolutions in its journey and uh you know quite some time ago the three what i call the three toddlers <laughs> i think i said the three terrors but the three toddlers which was lakshmi krishna and ganesh and they came as anywhere between 18 months and two years of age. So you can imagine, those of you who have children or those of you who are around children at that age, um, you know, they're so excited, they're curious, they're playful, they want to get into everything. Well, they did, the three of them. <laughs> they're running all over the lounges, running on the kitchen bags, climbing up on everything, climbing all over me. It was a lot of fun. But I was really taken aback. Back then I was thinking, what the, you know, <laughs> where did you guys spring from? And remember, I've always seen, energies I've always seen beings <clears throat> well I am one of them so just as all of you are but I cognitively recognize it and uh, you know so I was wondering what it was all about and back then it was quite some time ago um, I'd forgotten who they were you know, in my life anyway because as I've come into this body you know a number of years before some of those memories or those connections uh, were dormant so you know I had forgotten who Ganesh was <laughs> I'd forgotten Krishna and Lakshmi and uh, I'd forgotten who they were completely. And uh, you'll understand if you're going through your journey and you're still coming into an awareness um, of who is in your life that's important, who's part of your journey, no matter who it is. You know, this is just a story that we're sharing of what, um, where we've come to and brought us to this moment. Everyone's got a story, right? We're no different. And, uh, you know, 
they stayed with me for a long time, but uh, in that form. But Ganesh would say, you know, I'm very special to you, and you don't know that yet. And I thought he was just, oh yeah, of course he's special. It's so nice. It's lovely to have them. It's lovely to have some um, children in my life that were fun and playful, and uh, that I could talk with in a different way that I talked to people who were in a more dense structure. It was nice. It was personally really nice for me. And there is a personal take on this because it's a personal journey. And uh, so I didn't really understand it. And I thought I did. You know, I thought, yeah, of course, I'd be very special. So in the meantime, <laughs> I was looking to see who they were. You know, I was Googling. I was trying to go into bookstores. <laughs> who are they? And I remember looking at Krishna and saying, you know, I know you. I just, I know I know you, but I can't remember who you are to me. You know, and everyone's got that. You know, you, you come across someone and you bump into them, now I know that person, I know who are they again, well that's what it was like for me back when this all was happening, and I was still coming into this body, you know, I was, it, the body was an adult, and I was still, I don't know, how do you explain it, downloading my um, resonance and my soul energy, and uh, it's a limited way of saying it, but it gives you a concept of something that was happening, and uh, Ganesh would say, you know, he's special, and I just think, yeah, what a gift, who has three toddlers just show up out of the blue and want to play with you? I thought that was magic. <laughs> you know, and it's good because my inner world was thriving. You know, my inner world that, you know, I wasn't sharing anything that was going on to anyone else. <laughs> you know, they would have thought I was nuts and probably a lot of you still do. However, who cares? It's, you know, why sacrifice your joy for what other people think of you, right? And so many of us do. We're so scared to be ourselves in front of anyone because what will they think? How will they treat me? Will they be unkind? And yeah, definitely. I definitely copped a download <laughs> of people's spats, you know, where they're spitting out at me about, you know, whatever they were spitting out at. It doesn't really matter. So you you hold back. And so I withdrew. I became a very reclusive sort of person where I was in my inner world. I would still do consultations, but I would keep this part of who I am is in me very private, you know, and uh, for quite a long time, actually. Anyway, so Ganesh was saying how special he was, and I, you know, I just thought I was, I was very grateful, full of gratitude of having them in my life. And eventually sort of Krishna and Lakshmi would go, not always be there, like always around in some way, but not in that way of co-creating with me. And so but Ganesh went deeper and deeper. He just never left. And he became closer and closer and to the point where, you know, now, and for many years after when he showed up as a teller, we just got closer and closer to the point where we become one. And it wasn't something I actually asked for it. I remember saying, you know, um, I want to be at one with you. I did. I, he's so funny and he's so playful. And I wasn't associated, you know, on my journey. You know, I, I was never in a religion or anything like that. I, You know, I love life and life became everything to me. And also nature. I was a huge nature buff. Anything to do with nature, I would take off. As soon as I was in whatever job I was working in, I would take off somewhere where there was a vast sense of nature. It just immersed myself in it. And I did that a lot. In fact, if, I think if I could have just lived there, which I did. You know, for six months I lived in a rainforest on my own with nature itself. And it was amazing. You know, I, I, I communed with Lord Shiva, which I didn't know at the time that was him. And, uh, yeah, it was beautiful. And uh, it changed so much of my journey in that moment. But Ganesh was amazing. He was just insightful. But his 
anecdotes. He would come out with these gems. I'd say, quick, let me write it down so I don't forget. And he'd look at me and say, I have plenty more of those where that came from, you know, because, you know, we want to hold on to things, don't we? We want to remember that moment. And he, one of the things he taught me personally was to always let go, you know, always let go because every moment that you're in, you want to be present in that moment. And when you're holding on to something, even if it's something funny, you know, you're missing that moment that something else is birthing itself. And that was a huge uh, revelation for me because I never really looked at the world like that. But it's really helpful because there are experiences that are just so amazing that you do want to hang on to them because you want to remember the feeling of them. And then there are experiences where you think, let's not ever do that again. <laughs> let's never go there. That was just not, no, I want to do that again. So anyway. So our relationship has grown and evolved, and it's now as we're speaking, we literally are inseparable. And so I could be driving, and then he's driving. <laughs> I could be having a conversation, and he starts continuing the conversation. And for me, it's a very comfortable way of living. For others, no. Obviously, it's not for everyone. Um, but to me, I, was, I, I guess I always thought of it like, you know, People who are having a baby, they have them inside them for nine months. You know, what's the difference really? Something is growing inside you. Well, with us, our relationship was growing within this physical form. We're sharing this, by the way, because we're growing in our podcast, but next year we're, we're going to be doing videos. And it's the first time I've, you know, um, or I've being involved in videoing, it's not something that I'm particularly comfortable with. I really love the audio, and I have said that in a lot of podcasts, probably because I'm gearing myself up to what's to come. <laughs> you know, when you've done, you're going to, you are, you're being brought out of yourself to share something. Um, you know, and video is something that's, um, yeah, just not something I've ever done. Mainly because my world is not able to be videoed in so many ways. You know, all the gang. I mean, how do you video that vibration? I don't know, you know, I know people have taken photos of um, Hanuman in the Himalayas and some of the teachers like Shirdi, you know, but really it's not that, e it's not that easy using the equipment that is um, manifested at this time frame. Um, but anyway, they'll show up when they show up and they'll probably be more likely to show up in the, as a presence around you if you're comfortable with it. Gosh, not everyone's comfortable with this, are they? But me, I couldn't be without it. It's part of who I am just like a limb of the body, you know, arm, leg, nose, ears, whatever. So Ganesh wanted to share this uh, area because we know that some of you who are going to be tuning in, particularly next year, are going to go through something like this with energy. So we thought we'd come out and, and share that because for those of you who are and you're not around people who will understand it, you know, we're, we're here. You know, we will we'll be around, you know, being um, a, 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 some sort of support so you know that you're okay because sometimes when you don't have anything that's positive biofeedback and you've only got people telling you that what's not possible or that you're nuts or <laughs> all those sorts of things, which people do and they don't hold back. Um, from personal experience, they definitely don't hold back. And sometimes it's really... It makes your journey that much more difficult until you let go of it and you just become comfortable in who you are no matter what it presents as. And that's a really big relief to your cells. It, re it relieves the tension in your body. It helps stop the monkey mind from creating unfortunate stories of your journey and of yourself. You start liking who you are rather than wanting to disown who you are. 
Um, so we just wanted to share that, and Ganesh was very keen to share his take on that and his own journey with it because, um, you know, when you are changing, you're not always kind to yourself, so therefore, you know, those that are there to help you and support you, sometimes you don't always say the nicest thing. Sometimes you get angry at yourself, but then you, you um, express it outwardly to another. And certainly in my personal journey with Ganesh, there were times where I'm sure I know that I was not always so very kind to him. And, you know, I was upset, a little bit nervous, a little bit scared, not of him, but definitely of being um, open about our relationship and also just my journey in, in general. I mean, gosh, not that everyone wants to know about that. But I know uh, when I was traveling on that course and that path, um, there was no one around to talk about anything. You know, no one knew what I was talking about or going through. And so just if there's one person that does, it can make all the difference in helping you relax in some way. And we know there's a lot of you that are going to find us that um, are going to go through something in your life that may be a little bit different to what people around you are open to. So life is huge. Remember, it's always bigger than the some parts of something that someone's thinking because thoughts, are, as much as they can be liberating, they can also bind people in a limited belief system. So Ganesh was keen to share that as well. Um, what else? That he's fun. Well, he's known as the elephant god um, or deity. He's, from definitely where we come from, he's a person. And not to downplay his energy because he's omnipresent, he's a primordial om, but he's also connected on such an earth plane because he's resonating with the earth. And he and Paramahansa Yogananda, if you're interested, are going to talk about Vastu Shastra. And for, for where we understand it, it's simply the dance of the elements. And because... Budai is all about air, ether, fire, water, and earth. Um, you know, we really love sharing every aspect of how they flow within physical forms and beyond. It's, you know, we have a lot of fun with it ourselves. It's how we create, it's how we're doing the Desert Stoke Peapod, it's how we're doing um, designing something that's really unusual that we're going to create models over time through our Patreon community and share the aerodynamics of that. Notice we said aero as in air. So there's lots of things we're really excited about creating and sharing and uh, so a lot of our videos will be shared through Patreon community. Um, and we're novices when it comes to videoing so please be patient, <laughs> please be kind. I am personally learning how to do that. So yeah, so we wanted to share that. And just to, to bring that understanding, you know, because we've had people writing to us saying that they're struggling with the different paradigms, and uh, we ourselves understand that people struggle with whatever it is, um, but our, our, our flow with that is come into your breath and let go of the struggle. Because when you're trying to fit into any world, you know, it's, a, it's ongoing. You never really fit into someone else's world. You can fit into your own world because it is your world. And that takes that stress out because really stress makes you go frenetic. It, it sends you out of yourself and makes you feel really wired and uh, almost like you feel like you're going insane with it because you're trying to fit in. And that's on any level. You know, if you go to a party and you feel like a fish out of water, so you try and fit in. If you don't drink alcohol, then you try and drink it, trying to fit in to those people who are, you know, or you try and do something else to fit into that party environment. But ultimately, when you're trying so hard, you never will. So why go there in the first place? Why not be yourself and then allow the energetic force, forces of cosmic consciousness to bring more to you that which is already in your world? 
you know, but we're so busy trying to fit into other people's worlds that we don't even see what's so beautiful about our own world. So it doesn't matter what world, whether you know, you know, who we are or Ganesh or anything like that or, or any of our family, friends and family on that frequency. It doesn't matter, you know, if it's your neighbour, you know, your next door neighbour. It doesn't matter. Whoever it is in your world, it's all relative. You know, it's just we talk about um, Ganesh and that because it's our family. Um, and Hanuman. Hanuman's really big with us as well. Um, and yoga for us. Yoga is not really ever been about postures, but we value it because it helps your body flow. However, we come from the breath. And uh, and yoga to us has always meant true union and um, anything else that flows with that. So you all have your own meanings to words and all that sort of thing. We get it. And we love it, you know, because it's yours. And how can we love anything but what is yours? It's just beautiful to be able to create and also beautiful to have the gift of sharing especially through ahimsa through kindness so there's a few other things we thought Ganesh wanted to share with you it doesn't matter what belief systems you've got going on it doesn't matter what you resonate with if you're resonating with it immerse yourself in it and thrive because there'll come a moment where you want to let go of it and immerse yourself something in, in something else and so you're always growing and as you're growing you're always letting go of things and so you've got many new beginnings. Every moment you're creating some form of a new beginning. So he wanted to share that with you because he's known as the deity or, or um, being that is all about new beginnings. So some people always associate it with a new partner or a new business or a new job or, or something like that. New beginnings means anything. It means, um, you know, when you're taking a new breath, that's a new beginning. You know, you might have struggled with breathing techniques. You might have struggled with even connecting to your breath. When you connect to your breath, it's a new beginning. So if you're bereting yourself for not going into your pranayama flow or, or struggling to find what it is to go into an elongated breath because you don't understand what that actually means or what is a non-breath. Who knows what a non-breath is? Well, we will share with that. We've shared that many times. But you may not understand it. You may not be able to connect with it in that moment. So as you go on your journey with your flow, it's a new beginning. So it's just not about your external world as in um, connecting with, um, you know, a job or, or having a new partner in your life. It's not only about those things, but it, that's beautiful. It's in every moment is a chance to have a new beginning of something you want to dive deeper into. So that was another thing you wanted to share. So if you ever need assistance or someone to walk by your side, no one, none of us ever do anything for someone in so far as, you know, everything is your journey. There's this beautiful mutual respect and just helping to shed more light on that. You know, it's nice to have a friend to share something. You know, if you want to talk about something out loud and find your own answer, just having knowing there's someone there to listen to you as you work through your problems or your um, journey as you're navigating and finding clarity, it's nice to know there's someone there that's listening. <laughs> and there's always someone listening, whether it's Ganesh or someone else or, or a vast cosmic consciousness. Just sometimes it's nice to have a little bit more density structured person. <laughs> that can give you a hug when you need it and things like that. Now, we'll just keep going. What else he wanted to insight? And this, remember, this podcast is for you guys that um, are, are about to embark on something that you've never embarked on, and we just know there is at least a 1,000 that are coming on um, 
and have found us in this podcast that are about to go on this journey. So, you know, we're always present. You can always send a message or a question in the airwaves from Ahimsa, do no harm, be kind. Um, and uh, we'll do our best to respond through our podcast because you might be somewhere else in the world and uh, you can't physically connect or you don't want to do a Skype session or, or whatever. So we'll share that in a global way through the podcasting. And um, there's something else. So those of you who've held a lot of um, fire and you're getting clogged with your digestive system, we're going to just to start sharing um, the elongated breath and come back into meditation in our podcast. We did it when we started. It's actually how we started our podcast. And then we, we moved out from it. We wanted to go more into biomimicry, which um, Lord Shiva is doing that with Hanuman. Um, they're going to be doing a lot more on biomimicry, and we're really channeling that through um, our Patreon community mainly because of the video content. Um, so we're going to bring that back into our elongated breath. Um, Ganesh is particularly anchoring that in the earth element. So come January, we're going to start doing our podcast and bring it back in to our breathing techniques. And you know what? There are so many tools. There are so many beautiful people out there teaching it, whatever. Our technique and awareness is more focused on connecting to your neural pathways because there's many more neurons in science in your world that's being discovered. Uh, so we're going to focus on that energetic stream. And for those of you who teach yoga, it's going to be a different insight, a different take on how you can bring that embodied energy into your practice and in your teaching tools, your repertoire. Lord Shiva will always be on standby with that. He's always part of the team anyway, and he has a beautiful way of just <laughs> showing up. And he's such a tower of strength that when I resonate with him, oh my God, my posture automatically changes. I sit up straight immediately. He just has that ability to focus your um, and align your energy and you just your posture just shifts completely mainly because he's not only the fire element within um, and definitely the fire within me but he he's the horror of your existence that epicenter that tube of light that recognizes um, you know in your chakra in charts he's that horror element and then flows outwardly in all the nadis through that streaming but he's so kind he's He's been a teacher throughout my journey in my existence, not when I landed in this physical form at the age of 25 and onwards, but he's actually my teacher eternally. Um, you know, I'm always growing. We're all always growing. He's always growing. We're, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expansion. And consciousness itself is always growing. You know, that's the gift. I mean, uh, you know, just imagine if you're not already consciously aware or cognitively aware how exciting that is to be part of that flow. And let go of your barriers and belief systems around of what's possible and just let what's possible manifest. That's huge. That's exciting. Well, it's exciting for us. I'm not sure. I can't speak for anyone else. So that's pretty much what we wanted to share. It's not a long podcast, but uh, just for those of you who this is not for, we know, we know what you know what to do. Just flick off the switch. Um, but we needed to share that for you because come January, there's huge changes in a lot of you. And so we'll be flowing with you. So enjoy your day. This is here. It's sunny Saturday. It's a beautiful start to our day. And so thank you for taking the time to listen. We're really excited to connect with you, especially this way, because we connect energetically through the ether, because we're always omnipresent. So we're always moving around. And uh, so it's nice to share through this platform and this medium. So happy traveling, happy moment-to-moment -moment self-expression. And we love to connect. Bye for now. Namaste.